Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Thought Explorers. My name is Matt Gibson. And I'm Nate Gibson and I just dropped my pencil, which makes me very uh, sad. A horrible start, I would say. It's it's a, it's a tragedy really. <laughs> now I have nothing to occupy my hands. That's horrible. And with my attention span, that's just it's going to be a rough one, folks, but we'll we'll get through this. We're professionals here. Can't pick it up. Impossible. Got to leave it there. Too far. Gotta buy, I'd have to bend. Got to buy another pencil. Got to... And we're recording right now. This is live. Like, I can't just go out to the Home Depot. Why, do, why was the, <laughs> Home, the Home Depot in the first the place? <laughs> and get my pencils at the Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> gonna go to the Home Depot... I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy raw graphite and a block of wood, and I'm gonna build my own pencil. Mm. That way, I'll, I'll build it like like four feet tall, so I can just hold it next to me, so like I don't <laughs> lose it. And you can always pick it up. You never have to bend over and pick it up because it's so never, large. Exactly. Exactly. That's why the size. It's important. Yeah. It's it's crazy when you say Home Depot because like most of the times, like competitors, I feel like it doesn't matter. You know. Like Sam's and Sam's and Costco, pretty much the same. Grocery stores, pretty much the same. I don't know, like competitors like that. But Home Depot, I'm sorry to say, it's just it's just not. Menards just beats it to me. Ah, Menards. For some reason, I thought you were going to go to Lowe's as the as Lowe's the main competitor. Lowe's is not even. Even though I did just buy a plant from Lowe's, but I wouldn't go there if I had the choice. <laughs> What kind of what kind of plant? I bought a a lily of some kind. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's of a bamboo. I've I've wanted to get like a succulent to put on my windowsill for like ages now, and I just like never bother to actually do it. See, I don't I want to kill it on accident. You know, I've got I've got mom's genes. It's a, it's and... a succulent though. Well, yes, but the, po- the point is, if I've inherited in- those genes from mom, like that doesn't matter. Oh, no, they're indestructible, dog. <laughs> My plants haven't died yet. Well, One of them has, good. though, I... so I shouldn't be too <laughs> too confident. But uh, we don't just talk about plants and pencils in the Home Depot on this show. We uh, we actually have like a, a premise, a theme, a a thing. Yeah, and that's a well. I'll let Matt introduce it because it's 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 weird for me to do it. Like I was gonna do it. I'm like, oh, I don't like this I energy. Was for you, I don't like it. But yeah, but hey, if you're not if you're not feeling the energy, uh, but yeah, we talk about our thoughts throughout the day, and maybe those thoughts contain thoughts about pencils, uh, Home Depot, and plants, and maybe they don't. We talk about whatever comes to our minds, um, and whatever comes to you, fo- your folk. You folkses? Is that English? Doesn't sound like it. I, I think just you folks. I don't. I don't think folkses is a thing. But it's like it, it's possessive. Well, yeah, but so just be folks apostrophe. I guess because folk folk is plural itself. Well, so is folks. So, so that's what I was doing. I was like, doing like multiple folks. So folks, folks, says you know. See, I think I think with the possessive s on a word that already has an s, I think adding an additional s sound to the end of it, like folks versus folkses, I think like either is fine. It's kind of an optional thing. Uh, grammar is weird though, so just do whatever sounds yeah. right. I don't know. I love grammar. That was one of my favorite things. 
Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, good, good grammar. I just love like grammar is important in writing and stuff. And you I, gotta, you gotta look up. Are you familiar with what a conlang is? No, I'm not. So, if you're into grammar, so conlangs are constructed languages, literally just made up languages. Um, and there's a couple like YouTubers. Well, okay, there's one YouTuber I watch who like <laughs> basically just like reviews and talks about conlangs. And it's super cool. I don't understand anything that he's talking about half the time because he goes into like super like granular detail about like all the sounds and like like the vocal fricative versus the glottal fricative and like all these different like sounds and like how they're constructed. Like I don't know what you're talking about, but I like your words, funny man. (laughs) Well, it sounds that does sound interesting. Um, but yeah, no, like, honestly, I'll, I'll send you the link, because it's, um, Jan Misely is, is his name, um, if anyone else is interested, it's very neat. But we also, in addition to just the things we come up with on the fly, we, we typically come to the show with, with, uh, pre-planned things, so, Matt, would you like to bring your first idea to the table today? Alrighty, the first thing we're talking about is... The perfect, the perfect nap. And I, I pose, before I give my opinions and thoughts, I pose the question to you, brother. What is, what is the perfect nap? The perfect nap. I think to me the perfect nap is you've got something, you had an early morning, you got something going on later in the evening. So it's probably about. Four, four, maybe four thirty ish. You know, the sun's kind of starting to go down, depending on what time of <laughs> year it going is. Down. <laughs> D- depending on what time of year, it is. you know, it's it's well, maybe not. It's like tw- You know, I don't know. Sunset is like orange outside instead of just like regular light. And, is is the time? You know, like is the a, time four four thirty or your evening activities are at four four thirty. The time right now is four four thirty. Your evening activities are, let's say, seven o'clock, eight o'clock ish. Okay, so maybe even nighttime plans. Yeah, you're kind of, you know, you're just you're exhausted from your stuff, but like you know, you got stuff later in the evening, and you're real excited about it. So I just heard a child that scream sounded, from that, somewhere. That sounded like Blink's sister in Wind Waker calling him when he's in the freaking tower. Hi, hi. <laughs> um. So you, 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 you lay down in bed or on a couch, somewhere where light can stream in, but like not into your face. Yeah. You put on just some quiet like vaporwave and you just conk out for like an hour. Oh, an hour? I, I think, yeah, 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I, I know that's a little bit longer than the, the recommended, but for me, for me, that is the perfect nap. I get up, I'm refreshed, I got time to grab a bite to eat, and then... Boom. Let's go have some fun. Okay. That's my perfect nap. Now let me... Uh, let me respond and then I have another question. <laughs> my response... Um, is the light is is perfect. Is integral to the situation. I would agree. It can't mm-hmm. be dark in the room. That would Cannot just, be dark. That is um, a sleep lighting, not a nap a, lighting. That is, a, that is exactly correct. I'm glad you are aware. Um, now, who I like perfect nap. I like to say this, but I feel like, like 
I feel like it's a lie. I don't feel good saying this. That's not true. That's the wrong one to use. I don't feel bad saying it, but I feel like it's not 100% the truth. Because I love, I will nap, I will set an alarm for 25 minutes. Gives me five minutes to try and sleep, and I'm like, okay, 20 minutes, I'll be asleep. That's not true. That won't happen. Um, But I feel I do that most often. And I don't know if that's my – so I just pronounce the T in often. That's weird. But, Do you see like the waveform like peak or something? <laughs> no, I just I just heard I heard the T. Um, but in any event, it's like I don't know if I would describe that as my perfect nap, but that's what I always say when people when whenever nap conversations come up, I'm like 25 30 minutes is all you need. And people act like I'm crazy and I'm like, but I'm not crazy. And what, what do they say in response? Like, it, that seems pretty pretty solid to me. Like, just as a baseline, you know? Mm-hmm. The response to that should be, should be either like, oh, I like them a little shorter or a little longer. Not like, man, you're crazy. Let me tell you what's up. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Just like, I feel like sometimes if people say too long, you know? If it's over an hour, mm-hmm. you're, you're a fool. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. If you're going to take a nap, I guess depending on the day but if it's like a midday like like during the week um i need a quick something to pick me up if you take longer than an hour nap you're a fool and i don't feel sorry saying that i'm sorry i mean i think and i think there's a distinction to be made between like a a quick refresher nap you know yes that should definitely be under an hour versus like i pulled an all-nighter and I just like need a little. I need a little bit more today. I think that's an acceptable case for like the hour, hour and a half nap. But that's an edge case, and I yeah. recognize. And that. it's like I don't know if I'd call that a nap, you know, depending on how long mm-hmm. it is. Um, but yeah, I do that, and then I wake up, and it's like it's like it's a gamble. Sometimes, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it works out. Sometimes I didn't get as much rest as I wanted, but like. I feel like the payoff of if it's a good one, the payoff outweighs the potential dangers of it not being long enough. Mm-hmm. And like these quick twenty-five minute naps. Yeah. So your your so your main criteria is really just like kind of the time then, like that's you know you don't really factor in too much else into your nap experience no, like like you said i feel like light's the only not sleeping part of it that i really consider if it's dark in the room that's just dangerous at that point mm-hmm. you're just putting your life mm-hmm. on the line that's that's true no, i got i have a buddy who sometimes he'll take naps at like eh, 7 o'clock at and night that's also seven o'clock is the deadline it's the deadline. Thank if you, you. If you are you. sleeping past seven o'clock, then you're just again. I'm sorry, a fool. In most cases, just go to just, just go to bed then, or just stay up. Like, what do you have to do where you're going to get enough sleep to nap and then get ready for the thing you have to do, and then do it like just go to how bed you, or like, like power through. How you gonna nap at like seven or seven thirty and wake up? at 8 30 or like 9 and then be like okay 
I'm going to do stuff and then go to bed at like 12. It's like, I don't know about that. But maybe, maybe it works. I don't know. I've never, maybe we're the fools. I've never tried it before. Trust me from the, from the one guy who does this, it does not ever work. (laughs) Never. (laughs) But see, I'm always curious because like, I don't know. There's so much science around sleep and I don't necessarily know. Is someone knocking on my window now? I don't know what's going on. I heard like, you know, the sound of like a hollow cardboard tube, like bonking against something that hollow, like, thunk. yeah, I don't think that's I heard not that a like good outside. My, <laughs> I heard that outside my window and it threw off my oh. game. I don't know. I don't know enough about sleep stuff. I don't even think the science... Scientists don't know anything. Scientists don't understand why we need sleep. Which is hilarious to me, but also so frustrating. What? So, my understanding is that science doesn't have a good reason for, like, why we need to sleep. Like, they can identify, like, oh, here are benefits that your body gets you know from sleeping and like here are bad things that happen when you don't get enough sleep but i don't think there's an actual reason like this is why we need to sleep and the you know this is why the brain can't do this like just in the background when we're awake sort of thing oh so like so there's benefits and stuff but we don't necessarily know why those benefits happen and stuff Mm-hmm. Ah. That's interesting. I don't know. I, c- I could also be talking out my ass. Um, could also but I, I feel like that. I've heard that before. But also, this entire show is us talking out our ass. So That's true. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> These are all facts that you are spitting here. Yes. So. Except for the ones explicitly labeled as not facts. <laughs> Except the fact that none of this is facts. So I would like right, to introduce right. my my thought, uh, my introduction, yeah. mate, with with a story of something that, ha- that happened at work uh, last okay. week. Yeah. So it's it's starting to get a little warm in in the city, in you know in Illinois, in Chicago, and uh, our office like the AC is not on yet, so it gets hot. And um, you know, I was like messaging with my supervisor, and she's like, "I think there's a fan like near in the conference room. You can snag that. Like, no one's around, and you can put that in your office until the ACs." And I'm like, "Cool, let's do it." So I go go to the conference room, and I pick up the fan, and like some of the casing on it, like kind of chips. Like it looks kind of old, and you know, it's like dusty, and you know, this is, this is we've had this fan for a long time, yeah. and it doesn't really throw me off. A lot of the stuff. Uh, we have is kind of old, like, you know, the chairs, some of the, you know, the the armrests are falling apart in duct tape, you know, the computers are really old and slow, like, some of our stuff is a little out of date, so it doesn't really throw me when I see this fan, it's a little chipped, I'm like, okay, whatever, so I bring it over to my office, plug it in, turn it on, and the fan, it's kind of, it's kind of shaking, just like side to side. Um, but it's still going. No problem. Doesn't bother me. I'm like, cool. Some fresh air. Some breeze. 
And I'm at, I'm at my computer. The fan's blown at my back. And I hear the sound. It's like a... Imagine like you're holding a bundle of sticks and you crack them. It's like that times ten. Okay. And I look back and the fan has exploded. Oh. <laughs> the fan has exploded nice. it is now shaking like twice as violently <laughs> as before and there are shards of plastic covering my entire office <laughs> <laughs> so i like gingerly kind of sneak around to like hit the power button to like turn it off <laughs> i'm just looking around I'm like oh my god it's a mess what do i do <laughs> and so I emailed my supervisor and I'm like, hey, do we have a vacuum? And she's like, no, I don't think we do. <laughs> Just let maintenance deal with it. And I'm like, okay. And that brings me to my to my point, to, to my thought. I'm like, when something like this happens, like, cleaning this where my entire office is covered in plastic. <laughs> like that that is not my job and also not my fault that this happened. <laughs> but, like, I also feel bad just, like, leaving my office a mess for maintenance to clean up. So I'm like, I'm like, what is the etiquette here? Do I, like, leave a note? But that feels kind of patronizing. Like, hey, sorry about the mess. <laughs> it is your job, though. Like, that feels patronizing. So I'm like, I don't know what the etiquette is. Uh, so that's my question. How do you... Like, what's the proper etiquette when you've made a mess, but it's someone else's job to clean it up? Made a, you've made an oopsie. Yeah. See, also, I have the same feeling when I've taken a poop in, like, a public bathroom or something, mm -hmm. and I come out and see, like, the cleaners coming in. Like, that similar kind of guilt, where it's like, oh, man. Like, I know it's your job, but I still feel bad. That... The second, the latter part, I don't know, that I'm not as concerned about. But this one, mm, I'm kind of torn. This is, this, um, this is also just like a fun way for me to tell my story about the fan, the fan exploding. exploding. Like, this, it's not even an exaggeration. Like, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to send you a picture right now to, of my office, like, immediately after. Because it is... Good, that'll help me... It's kind of hysterical. Help me paint a better picture. I guess... Mm -hmm. If you try... Like, I'm sure you could have you could have cleaned up some of the plastic. Just, like, with your hands, you know? Like, I'm sure there's... <laughs> so that's, that's the just fan. one corner. Like, my, my desk was covered. My... Like, the back of my chair. Like, my, my jacket I was wearing. Yeah. Just everything. Yeah, and see, like, like those plastic chips are, like, small enough where, I, like, you couldn't really exactly. clean it Exactly, that's up. the like, other thing. They were so small. You couldn't clean up the big pieces. And just, like, it'd be easier to get the little ones with a vacuum to leave the maintenance cleaning people to, like, vacuum it up. Like, that is obvious. That's not really feasible with this picture. So I guess you just, I don't know, I guess you leave it, dog. Yeah, and I, I was just like, because yeah, like I, my supervisor, like you could leave a note for him, and I'm like, like I said, like I don't, that feels patronizing. That does, I, I agree know? with that. I agree that leaving the note seems a little, I don't know, it rubs me the wrong way. I I agree. But just leaving it, I don't know, like you said, 
I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But it's like at the same time, it's like, you know, you're taught that instinct of like, you make a mess, you clean it up. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's not like, there's other stuff I have to do for my job. <laughs> that's like, yeah, this <laughs> seems like, like it wouldn't be a quick couple minutes, like I said, to clean up some of the bigger stuff. Like all, most mm-hmm. of those practice plastic pieces seem to be small. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I don't know that I'm looking for an answer. I just, I just, uh, I just need to share what my. What about pain. what about at a restaurant? Elaborate. What if you spill something on the floor? Do you? What do you do? Do you get down and clean it all up in front of all the patrons at the restaurant? Uh, or do you wait? I mean, I would say. You, you, I, th- I, I say in that case, you go for the worst of it, you know, like you, know, you take whatever napkins or or mm-hmm. paper towels. Well, I guess you want to have paper towels, but like whatever kind of drying agents you have, and just get it the best you can. But in terms of like actually, you know, if it's like a soda and it's gonna get sticky or something like that, the the heavier duty stuff, yeah, that's for the. You know, I think the restaurant people to deal with, but dog, you're, th- um, you're thinking too I mean, small, dog. Of course, you. Of, I'm thinking of too. Of course, s- you would clean up the drink. That is obvious. You clean up the drink. What if your plate explodes like uh, like this fan did? What do you do? What do you do <laughs> what in this if, situation? What if, what if some some <laughs> secret agent plants a small Explosive bomb and your, in your meal your plate or? They, you're pa- you're passing your food to someone else. They met messed up. They gave you the wrong food, and as they were passing out the food, you were too nervous to say no. That's not mine. That's this person. So you take the plate and you say, "Okay, buddy boy, we got to switch our foods." And in the time you switch plates, disaster <laughs> strikes. Plates fall. Food <laughs> falls on the floor. What do you do? <laughs> so I. <laughs> That 100% sounds like you're speaking from experience. I don't think I am. It sounds like you are. That makes sense. No, nothing comes to my mind of switching plates and, and breaking the plates. I mean, in that specific situation. Oh my god, I need a drink of water. <laughs> um. <laughs> My throat just got like really dry, <laughs> and, I, I, and now I'm a skater. It's like hard to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, in that situation, I feel less bad about the restaurant staff having to clean it up, and worse that oh my god, I have ruined my, <laughs> my whoever I'm there. I've ruined their yeah. meal. Like, that's what's on top of mind for me. I guess that's true. Uh, but at the same time, like, how are you... You know, if you drop the stuff, like, at least it's on the table. So it should be semi-recoverable, depending on I what guess. it is. You know, because there's not going to be a setup where, like, oh, you're trading... We're trading plates? Let me, like, get it around the table. Oh, it, it fell in the... I'd found that other people But what if you're on the edge of the table? See, I'm trying... This isn't realistic. I tried to think of a, another example 
and I couldn't. So I tried to get this one off the fly, and I'm, I'm okay, going to be honest, okay. it didn't work. But what if it does go on the floor? If it does land on the floor... <sighs> we need to be prepared for this situation. You, you, you pay whatever you owe, give them a 50% tip, and you run. <laughs> 50% tip? I don't know. That you you at that point you're literally paying for your meal time like and another half of a meal. <laughs> like I I guess and it know. is your fault. Mind you, that is kind of a jokey answer. Like that is not how <laughs> that would actually be handled, but <laughs> regardless. But it could be. It, it's an option just on the table. Just 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 hoof Leave it. The city. I hate when people come in to clean or like a mess is made and people come to clean it up and then you just sit there and watch because <laughs> like it's... like it's in your office or something like that and if someone like it was earlier in the day or something and someone came and cleaned it you just sit there and that, watch i that's another kind of part of my question like what's like what's the interaction there like i don't know if you want to be bothered like i don't necessarily want to be bothered but like i <laughs> That that's where that is where you run. When they that's, come, that's you where run. you pretend you to use the bathroom day. and just you know just so that they leave it a little bit. <laughs> and then I hope by the time you get back they're gone. Because if they're not, life is your life is ruined. <laughs> if you walk in. Uh needless to say, if we've learned nothing else, I think it's that we're both horribly awkward and need to learn how to interact with people. Well, I think you have one more, uh, one more thought you'd like to bring to the table today. Ain't that correct? But I do have one more thought. My, my thought is, no, okay, I don't, I should preface this. I don't do this often, but I should. I do it, yeah, I, I should do this more often. Do you, when you're eating, say, a piece of peanut butter and jelly toast, a classic breakfast staple, do you take a bite when you take your, your nominier toast? Do you flip it? Give it a nice little flip flip to get the jelly side down to get a good so jelly to, bite. So to be clear, this is just a single piece of toast with like one side topped with something. Be that butter, be that, you know, peanut butter and jelly, what have you. This is not a sandwich situation. No, a sandwich that doesn't make sense. If you flip it, it's the same thing. Well, I'd argue it isn't, but we can get into that in a minute. <laughs> I guess it's I guess it's not, but that's the first question. <laughs> um, uh, I don't for toast, actually. The only time I can think of where I do kind of flip whatever I'm, you know, eating to get to the, the tastier side is, like, ice cream. Like, I'll flip it so the spoon side is up. And so I get the ice cream right away, and I don't have to kind of, like, navigate it off the spoon. But no, I don't... Oh, okay. I was like, what are you talking about? But that's facts. I do that for my Wendy's Frosties, and that's the only way to eat it, I yeah. would say. Um, but no, for, for regular toast, I don't, I don't do it. I dry side down. And how do you feel about that? How do I feel about it? How does that make you feel? <laughs> Do you feel like you're losing out? Do you feel like maybe you I should? don't. No, I, I don't feel like I'm losing out. Um, 
Now, mind you, I also... (laughs) Typically, the only time I really have toast is with eggs. So typically, I'm also, like, dipping it in the yolk. So the it's only not time really I like, have what you call toast. <laughs> would you, what you humans call? Toast. I believe it's hot bread. No, toast. Hot <laughs> <laughs> with eggs, though. That's true. With like a nice breakfast, dip it in the yolk. Yeah. By the way, one thing. Speaking of eggs, one thing that has stuck with me for a long time. Yeah. Is so I not so much anymore just because I don't have as, as much time. But when I was in college, um, I had eggs for breakfast almost every morning, um, because I like eggs. It's one of you know I just really like eggs, yep. and it's classic breakfast food. Yep. And I mentioned it to my boss at the time, and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> what <laughs> like." Eggs, you say? Oh, <laughs> well, well, it was like an oh, like oh, that's not healthy. Which, <laughs> like, I mean, I guess eggs aren't great for your cholesterol, but like ever since then, I've been a little paranoid. I'm like, should I scared of eggs? Dog. Should I stop eating eggs? They're gonna get you. Like, are eggs gonna kill me they one might, day? They might do. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't stop me. I still have eggs all the time. Uh, what I, I've discovered with eggs. The eggs are, uh, I, let me preface this with, I like eggs. But let me follow that up by saying eggs don't taste good. Like on their own? Like, if you, the only eggs I eat nowadays are eggs in a basket, egg in a basket. What that is, you take a piece of bread, butter both sides, cut a square in the center of it, put it on the stovetop in a pan. And then crack an egg in the little square that you made. And have a little fried egg and a toast and you break the break it and so it's all yolky and you cut the bread and like dip it in the yolk like you were saying. Yeah. If you don't put salt in it, the yolk is so gross. It doesn't taste like anything. It tastes like bleach. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> it tastes like cleaning supplies sometimes. But some bites, some bites it tastes like nothing. Some bites it tastes like cleaning supplies. Hey, bud, I think you might be getting bad eggs. Bro, like, I get I get I, all the eggs, I rec- bro. <laughs> so do I, and yet mine... Um, Even unseasoned don't taste like cleaning supplies. I don't know. Like some bites are just like that's just like like I can I can spit this out and clean my counter. Are you sure though? I just <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> are you sure about that? I, <laughs> like, like that's not good. If your stuff tastes like cleaning supplies, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't, but I'm saying it's not good. I mean, there's there's a difference between like. I don't like this thing, and I could clean my toilet with this thing. Like, those are, like, on, on the spectrum of good to neutral to bad, those are far apart. That's not even on the same list. But, know. you know what? It's I mean, not good. You know what? Just buy a chicken. Get, your, get fresh eggs. Maybe I got a fenced-in backyard. Chicken can't escape. 
There you go. I used to work with someone who whose family owned a farm, and they would just like bring eggs to the office and like sell fresh eggs, um, which I never got a chance to try, unfortunately. Uh, which is something I very much regret. Dang. But what are you gonna do? Um. Hey, real quick. There's a game on Steam that's a hundred percent off right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> like un- unrelated. <laughs> Uh, Nubarin, The Adventure of an Unlucky Gnome. Uh, it's normally $10. (laughs) How did, how, where did you find this at? I'm on Steam now. (laughs) I was literally just like, I was just like, suggested curators. Uh, a curator called Yes No, and one of the games is 100% off. There is. Sorry, I don't mean to, to completely what's, no, what's derail. The, what's the game called? <laughs> uh, Nubaran, Tales of an Unlucky Gnome. How do you spell that? N-U-B-A-R-R-O-N. And hey, How listeners, is this? this is not going to be out by the time uh, you hear this, because the sale ends <laughs> relatively soon. That's May 9th. Um... How the heck is this game a hundred percent off? <laughs> Success added to my account. Okay, new new thought. New we're changing topics. What do you think the the business decision here is? Right, like this isn't you know, Epic Games. They give free games, but that's because they need to like kind of draw people away from Steam because otherwise there's not much incentive. Yeah, but this is just some like game. I don't think anybody's really heard of. What's what's going on? What's the what's the business people here? What are they saying in that meeting where where they're pitching this? I don't know, maybe they're saying maybe this is this is how you get people in. Maybe they're in the they're developing the Nubaran 2 and they're saying so far no one's got this first one. How are but we're bigger and better than ever. The second one is going to be bigger and better than ever. How do we get people to get on our game? Well, we just give it to them. We just say, take it. The second one's coming out tomorrow. Here you go. And it'll be $100. <laughs> and it'll be it'll be 200% the normal price. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, they've made it. You're, you're realistically you're recouping all your costs. It's very easy. So, um, also, also to further share, um, the developer of the game Nubaran, the Adventure of an Unlucky Gnome, uh, the developers are called Nasty Cloud, and I do not like that one bit. You don't like Nasty Cloud? I do not like Nasty Cloud. Oh, this game's been out for over a year. That's what I'm saying. No one, they, it didn't catch the steam they wanted. And now they're giving it so everyone loves it. This is going to be the new the new game. It's going to be the thing. This is going to be the new, uh, the new Call of Duty. <laughs> a yearly release. <laughs> Nubaran. <laughs> every, <laughs> and every year they, they bump up the price another 100%. <laughs> But 
by 2030 should be like two thousand dollars. <laughs> maybe maybe one day he'll be the lucky elf. No, no, no. See, because then then that that's the whole shtick of the franchise. Like you can't just undo that whole character trait. Maybe. No, maybe maybe he gets a lucky elf. Uh, or no, maybe he gets a friend who's lucky, and they have to like manipulate their luck powers yeah. to like solve puzzles. Holy shit! This, uh, this I actually awesome. love that yeah. idea. I, I, <laughs> like, me, me, I don't but. know how you make luck a mechanic in a video game, and have it be the main mechanic I, in the video game. <laughs> but hey, that's not for me to find out. That's for Nasty Cloud to find out. <laughs> also i just want to i just want to read this blurb guide gnome so his name is gnome, <laughs> so his name's gnome. Uh, across the dangers of this twisted fairy tale world can you break can you break the make the annoying cloud go away <laughs> you know what it's free it is free <laughs> uh, <laughs> and recover his stolen lucky hat can you break the Can make? you break what the make the like? annoying cloud go away? <laughs> Guys, you gotta you gotta proofread your 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 test copy. Oh. oh. Oh guys, it's so important not to make little mistakes like that. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I'm sorry, nasty cloud. I don't wanna put you on blast like that. <laughs> but, but... Like, come on, kids. <laughs> Huh, I'm I'm deep in this now. I'm I'm gonna look at the Steam stats for this game. <laughs> Can you make the break? All reviews mostly positive. Recent reviews are mixed. There's a nasty cloud in the game. All right, Nubaron. At at this moment, at recording, okay. there are currently 144 people playing Nubaron, the Adventure of an Unlucky Gnome. Uh, the 30-day average, well, okay, the 30-day average is 119 players, but that is also up 118.9 <laughs> players, uh, presumably because of the sale. So basically, no one played this. Uh, man, I, you know what? I'm going to play this before... Uh, we record next time, and I'm going to report well, back here, on, on... Here's a tip. What's going on with Nubron? Here's a, a tip from Nintendo Joe, who recommends this game. Um, play, <laughs> has, has, didn't even play it for an hour before saying he'd recommend this game. Or they, sorry. Um, okay, okay. Bo- okay, bold. bold, bold. So maybe it just gets good but, real quick. But here's what he says. There's one section really early on when you're supposed to jump over three thorns while sliding down the hill, and I was simply unable to do it on my 144 hertz monitor as the gnome simply loses all momentum midair while sliding. So. Amazing. So pl- play I did, I, sim- you know, looking through some of the re- reviews, I did see some people review, review saying that if you have over 60 FPS, it doesn't that's, work. And that's what the reviews are saying. If you're too good, you can't play it. All right, so I just gotta pull out my old crappy, uh, like 
CRT television. This jury rigged the. That actually doesn't work because I think CRTs work on a much higher hertz. But you know, regardless, we're gonna figure this out. So here's another review. This person recommends it. In total, has played it for 0. 0.2 hours. So like yeah, 20. Yeah, okay, minutes. okay. I'm here for difficulty. It, it is. My 90-year-old grandma could play it. On a a scale from my 90-year-old grandma could play it to Dark Souls. It is... (laughs) What an incredible scale. My 90-year-old grandma could play it. Uh, Graphics. On a scale from... On a scale from... On a scale from MS Paint to Masterpiece, it's good. Music on a scale from bad to beautiful. Good. Story. This game has no story to epic story. It is well written. Now this, now this, I think the point two hours, this is where being a, being a classic fan of whatever this game's title is, I don't remember. This is where it, it hurt. It hurt this person. The price range is on a range from free to complete waste of money. And this, well, this could work. This person put perfect price. And free is the perfect price, I would say. Uh, now, see, here's the question. When was this review posted? May 6th. May 6th. So today. So how is it not free? I'm very confused. I mean, obviously, because it's not normally free, but still. <laughs> yeah. Well, requirements. You can run it on a from you can run it on a microwave to NASA computer. You can run it on a microwave. Good. I have something a little better than a microwave. And they do say you should wait for a sale to buy it. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I mean, sales don't get much better than this. I mean, you know. And and Jesus says, "Nice free game platformer." <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So. Thank you. Well, I uh, I look forward to playing this and reporting back next week. Uh, very excited to give you the the Nubaran Gnome update that uh, I know I know we're all waiting for. But uh, in the meantime, wow. I think it uh, I think it might be a good time to start saying goodbye because I gotta I got some gnome action to get in on. Oh, no, that was awesome! Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we have an email. ThoughtExplorersPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us your Nubaran um, reviews, Nubaran fan fiction, send them there. Please, your fan fictions, please send it there. We have a, we have a, uh, you can also send your thoughts there, but more importantly, send No, we're, we're rebranding. This is a Nubaran fan cast now. <laughs> this is a Nubaran podcast now. Please send all of your Nubaran thoughts to ThoughtExplorersPodcast at gmail.com and uh, Twitter it. Let's see. Okay. Ah, T. Wow. That's. I hate the handle. <laughs> I. I know it's horrible. T Explorers Pod. What is it? T Explorers Pod. But either way, so yes, Thought Explorers Podcast. That's us. Or uh. T Explorers. How, how do people say Twitters? At T Explorers Pod. Yeah, that's how people say Twitters. Yeah. 
man. Twitter is... I don't like Twitter. I like Twitter, but I don't like Twitter, you know? I like Twitter. Twitter, (laughs) Put some sauce in it, I like Twitter. (laughs) I got feelings about Twitter. We have Facebook. Thought Explorer's Facebook page. Um... Our our theme music our theme music is getting it done by uh, Kevin McLeod. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> hey. Well, I think that about does it. I think that does. Well, thank you everybody for listening. I have been Matt Gibson, and I've been Nate Gibson, and as always, keep it real. Banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. That was a horrible thing to do.